Welcome to Here's Something, a conversational podcast between two dingus boys, myself, Josh, and my good, good buddy, Jeremy. We're joined again this week by our good pal, Mitch. So, here's something. Yeah. Uh, apparently, a rumor came out today that they're going to be stealth releasing a Titanfall Battle Royale free-to-play game on Monday. Oh. Cool. Wow, that's super stealth releasing. Yeah. <laughs> like, like rumors just started to fly. Like, the news stories came out like four hours ago. And uh, apparently, inside sources, I don't know if they've been collaborating or not, are saying that uh, it's set to announce tomorrow. We're recording this on Friday, uh, February the 1st. Announcements should be coming out on the 2nd. Possibly from, like, a, they think po- uh, popular YouTube streamer Shroud and Dr. Disrespect. Oh, yeah. They're probably going to be getting early versions of it to play this weekend. And then it's going to drop on Monday. Wow. So wow. It, it's, it's using the Titanfall 2 engine? I think it's a Titanfall 2 game. Like, I think it's just going to be, like, a free-to-play variation on, on like... And uh, some of the some of the info coming out is saying it's going to be kind of like Blackout from Call of Duty Black Ops 4 meets Rainbow Six. Hmm. I don't know what that even means, but okay. Yeah. Um, did well, either guys? Did either of you guys play the Titanfall games? Oh yeah, you read my mind, dude. I love those games. <laughs> I haven't played either of them. I played like a, a beta or something for the first okay. one. I think. I take it back. The first one, not so much, because the first one was multiplayer only. But the second one had an incredible story. And next time it goes on sale, I'm getting it for both of you boys. You tell me to buy okay. it all the time. Yeah, I never do. It is a great first person uh, story, and I'm excited to see like when it. I don't know the 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 what's the name of the the company that makes that game? Do you guys know? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. I mean, I, yeah, know. I know EA publishes it, right? But I don't EA know. publishes it now, but it's a different company. Supposedly, they've got a Star Wars game coming out at the end of this year. Whoa! It's wow. Respawn. Respawn Entertainment. That's it, Respawn. So I doubt um, doubt they're gonna have Titanfall three at the end of this year. This to me kind of feels like like a almost like a test yeah. one to kind of gauge interest to see if people want another Titanfall and two just like maybe this gets this tech gets implemented in the next game somehow. I don't, I don't know. think Titanfall two did well in the sales though. It didn't, but that's because EA threw it to the wolves. Its release window is between Battlefield one and and Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Yeah, because I know they offered it for like super cheap, like yeah. relatively quickly. I was so pissed about that because it was the best of the three shooters, and its its sales were the worst because it was the least known. Yeah. I mean, people well, people like you know they flock to what they know. It was literally, it was, I think it was November, I think it was like the second week of November, Battlefield 1 came out on Tuesday, then Titanfall 2, and then Call of Duty Advance War. Oh, wow. Or Inf- yes, Infinite sucks. War. Yeah. Yeah, the week after. Like, they they just, which sucks, because like I said, that was such a good game. It was solid, and it was doing interesting things. It's kind of funny, too, because Battlefield 1 and uh, Advanced Warfare weren't well-reviewed, but their communities were already so well-established and devoted that they yeah. Bought, yeah. bought and played them anyway. I don't know. I don't know what EA was thinking with that release window. Do you know if they're gonna like have the Titans in it? No clue. Like I said, this is all just rumors that this is all stealth dropping this weekend. So I guess we'll know more tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty short window to find out if this is real or not. So we'll record another podcast tomorrow. Just yeah. Bring it on. So yeah, I guess that's that's really all there is to say about that. Now, if if it's true, I'm excited. Anything to to spark life back into the Titanfall brand would be amazing. Yeah, because two is and man, it's a it's a damn shame what happened to two for being such a great game. I just don't really like battle royale that much. Hmm. Me neither. I was thinking that, but at the same time, like Titanfall, Titanfall two especially did something different to shooters that 
nobody mm-hmm. else has done. And so, like, I feel like they could pull the same thing off with a battle royale. It made. Cool. Uh, so I played a good bit of the multiplayer, like whenever that game first came out, and like, mm-hmm. man, they they do movement really good in that game. Oh yeah, I mean, even the first one, the movement was re- like you felt really cool. Like, just... Yeah, and the and the Titans put a great spin on things, especially like my play style was that to where I would not sit in my titan i would let the ai control my titan and i would just basically do support so like he was yeah which was oh man it felt so badass because people of course obviously target the big giant mech that's like wrecking shop but they don't see me zipping around corners and picking off the people who are firing rocket launchers at my titan and shit like that and whenever people would call down their titans i would just immediately hijack the battery out of theirs and put it into my titan and restore its health <laughs> i didn't know you could do all that yeah i mean it's surprisingly deep and there are a lot of strategies you can you can do in that game it was a really fucking good game i'm getting it for you boys and we're going to play it <laughs> it's like yeah. why, why do we put the batteries in such a vulnerable spot i don't know <laughs> cuz our mechanics are assholes <laughs> Yeah, that's cool, though. I mean, it'd be interesting. Uh, I mean, it all depends. A lot of it depends on the maps, I think, too, for that type mm-hmm. of game mode. So, you know. I think when they say, like, Blackout means Rainbow Six Siege, I mean, so this is going to be a condensed map. It's not going to be a huge map. Mm-hmm. Um, even with all the mobility stuff, I just think you, know, you make these maps too big. Because I played a little bit of the Blackout when it was free to play. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, the, the movement and the, the speed of things that you feel from a Call of Duty just kind of seems contrary to what a battle royale mode is. Yeah. Because you do spend a lot of time just waiting, especially once people get wiped out so early, all going for the big things. You're just kind of sitting there waiting, waiting, waiting. Yeah. And I I don't think that's what Titanfall is. So it's probably going to be like condensed maps more than I think standard is like a four on four in multiplayer, but they fill it in with bots and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember they did the bots. And most of their maps were urban environments, correct? Right. So this will probably be like... A cityscape with maybe some uh, just planes around it and stuff like that. I don't know what the meets Rainbow Six Siege thing is. Maybe it's a little more tactical. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of weird. I I would rather that than Mm -hmm. an open area. I I would, yeah, I would say that. So Same. Maybe it would be more fun. Uh, For how much I love big robots and just the mecha genre in general, I'm I'm surprised at myself for not having played that game. (laughs) You say you've never played it at all. I know, I know... Omega especially is against game game service systems, but EA has the EA Pass program. Five dollars, five dollars for like a vault full of games. One of them is Titanfall Two, so you could play. You could pay five dollars and play like Titanfall Two for a month and get your fill of it. That's cheaper yeah. than whenever it goes on sale. So just saying. So you're and saying you think I could get through the single player in a month? Definitely, you can get through the single player in a weekend. It's not a particularly long campaign because unlike most shooters that where they just kind of stretch things out. And yeah. shit just to kind of fill time it does very interesting things that don't wear out their welcome and they're not afraid to use mechanics for one mission and you never see those mechanics again or even in the multiplayer poor mechanics those um, poor, poor mechanics but it makes for a very interesting and fresh single yeah. player campaign no i, I maybe I'll, i mean so i made a decision today that i'm gonna be off all summer so <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna play a lot of video games then um yeah so maybe then i'll try it out I mean, especially you, because I know how frugal you are when it comes to, like, buying games when you have such a back catalog. I think, I don't know, it seems so weird that you're so opposed to, like, Game Pass services. It's because I like to own stuff. That's all it is. I don't like, yeah. I mean, but I you guess. Nev- you never have the time to go back to those things. Well, I do. I mean, sometimes I do. Like, I mean, I think, what? How many last... first-person shooters have you redownloaded? I played um, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare 2, I think, this summer, actually. 
You weren't supposed to have an answer for me. <laughs> <laughs> now my argument is invalid. Yeah. I mean, I do go back and play certain games. I mean, okay. I played Far Cry 5 like three times, I think. I mean, um, you could always purchase that game if you like it after. I want to see yeah. you get a discount on it if it's in the past and you decide to purchase it. Mm. Yeah, maybe so. Something to think about. All right, now I have The Witcher 3 on my... Uh, Oh, you got it? Yeah, I bought it off of... Uh, oh, I'm so excited for you to play whatever, it. Whatever. GOG or whatever. Stream it. Yeah. Um, Good old games. And and I'm playing the uh, Far Cry Vietnam DLC right now, too. Let me know is, how that is. It's pretty fun. I enjoy it. I, I It got really bad reviews for most people, but I I don't know. I just really like that system, the the, mm-hmm. the engine, and, and I don't know. Vietnam's always pretty cool. I wish they had more Vietnam first-person shooters. You heard it here first, local Vietnam enthusiast. We, sh- <laughs> we shouldn't have Vietnam. been there. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's cool. Speaking of uh, Vietnam, know, hold on, <laughs> I'll get there. I'm gonna edit this so smooth to where it sounds like it came up with this transition. It's almost like Rocky. Speaking You'll get there. Speaking of uh, EA and and butt stuff, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to on. trim all this down. Speaking of EA and unknowns, uh, Mitch, you have some news on Anthem for us. Yeah, buddy, it's coming out soon. I'm not excited for it. it oh, cool. Um, let's talk about all I, the things we're not excited about. Yeah, let's talk shit. Uh, <laughs> Potato I peels. I've, I, I've been having a lot of conversations recently about how it's trying to be a Destiny killer, which is what I thought Division 1 was trying to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I don't know. I, I feel like it would be interesting to talk with you boys about what that is as a concept, like what it is to... to try to release a game to kill another instead of just trying to craft a unique experience i think it's dumb um i don't know yes so so to be honest i rather the division over destiny too okay um but it's just that not everyone not many people play it (laughs) that's why i don't wrong but interesting (laughs) (laughs) i just like that world and that's you know how i am about you like cover shooters oh i get so bonerific about it but um (laughs) (laughs) so so that's why i like uh the division plus like that world yeah was so cool like i enjoyed it they 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 did such a shit job the story but the world that it was in was so cool and I, I know you're really into the the like recovering apocalypse world sort of. Yeah, vibe. I know you're really into that. So also, I, I you could like, walk really a, into that. You could take cover on a car, a car, and when you walk and the doors open, your guy closes it. Whoa! Like, they didn't. They didn't have anything like that in Destiny. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> so, I mean, take that as you will, but I will do that. Thank you. <laughs> I do Plus remember the, a lot of the reviews specifically citing that. It's because it was so silly that they made such a big deal out of it. Um, but the, yeah. they they created the underground thing, which was like a um uh what do you call that? It's Horde a, mode. No, well, it's a no, it's a um it's a generated mode. It's randomly generated each time, so it's different each uh, time. They could have made it more random. It really wasn't super random, but it was fun. So I could just play those over and over again, and I wouldn't really get bored until like an hour in or so. I, I like the division, but all right. So let's go back to <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So destiny, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't think they should make games to kill other games because you're just all right. So that's like all right. These people, all these people are buying Coke, and then I'm like, oh shit. Well, I'm gonna make up a soft drink that tastes just like Coke and steal their their uh, shares, the their customers. But why I'm not, gonna call it Peepus. Yeah. Why not make something <laughs> totally different? And then you have your own customers, and you I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. 
Well, I mean, there's a reason there's a market for this because it works, you know. Mm-hmm. And and once it's not that people are trying to kill Destiny, they're just trying to take their audience who are bored with Destiny in between yeah. the next release of Destiny. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's odd to think of it as any game as a Destiny killer because Destiny's not the one who invented the genre. And it's <laughs> certainly not the perfected version of it either. Yeah. I mean, loot-based shooters have been around since, like, Borderlands made it, yeah. like, yeah. extremely mainline. Mm-hmm. So if anything, all of this shit's aping on Borderlands. Yeah. I don't think I don't think they they perfected the genre. I definitely think they did something with the structure of the game. To me, Borderlands they play extremely differently, and they're mm-hmm. both very cool games. I I love Borderlands and I love Destiny, but and see like the thing I don't even consider Division and Destiny to be in the same class just because one's third person, one's first person. And the thing that makes Destiny so good to me personally is the shooting. It's not like the loot-based systems. It's yeah. not the lore. It's not like Destiny is the tightest, best-feeling yeah. first-person shooter really on the good. market to me. Like yeah. you're popping headshots and then like a light spurts out of their necks the and headshot, stuff like that. The headshots mechanics are really good. It's, it's a really satisfying shooter. That way, like no matter how broken – and that's saying a lot for the game that no matter how broken the quest systems and boring and rote and uh, repetitive they are, that people still stick with that game. And look for more shit to do with it. You're right. Because when I'm running like that double submachine gun build that mm-hmm. I have, and I'm just flying around with my melee, doing a, a electric missile and all, like I just feel like a badass, and I'm just, yeah. you know shooting, shooting, shooting. It just feels cool. Like it feels fun. Yeah, yeah. And, and see, like that's something that nobody else can replicate. And if they do replicate it, good. But I mean, that's not what everybody's trying to replicate. They want the loot based shooter. Yeah. They want that loot, and that's just not interesting to me. Yeah. And, you know, say what you will for Anthem. Anthem, from what I'm hearing, is facing other issues. I don't know if we talked about this a little bit before or not, but I played a demo of it. And, like, the only thing that sets that game apart from, say, like, the Division's cover-based shooting system Mm -hmm. is the flying mechanic. And then they punish you for using it by putting a heat gauge on it, so... But they don't. They don't have cover, right? It's a it's a running gun. They don't have cover, but it's got that imprecise shooting. Like the 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 shooting feels like uh, it has no weight to it the when you're hitting person. enemies. Yeah, yeah, the enemies don't react to getting shot. They just have number counters that pop up. Oh, uh, yeah, which, which is I, it's weird and it's unsatisfying. I also wanted to touch on uh, how badly Bioware fucked up <laughs> the the latest Mass <laughs> oh, Effect God. Andromeda, which is still broken to my knowledge. Um, really? Yeah, wow. I don't. I don't think they really put any effort into making it no they put it they i will say they did put a ton of effort in trying to fix it whether they got there all the way or not i don't i don't think they did i thought yeah. about picking it up if it ever goes super cheap just like it's not worth it really wow. it's not i've heard like I've, I've heard from multiple sources like even even if like the graphics and all weren't screwed up and everything ran perfectly like the story yeah. was just kind of not worth it. especially since they leave a lot of threads undone now that they've cut ties and run yeah, my main gripe with Anthem because I don't, I haven't played it. I've watched people play it. Full disclosure. Full, full enclosure. Um, but the, they, uh, an image leaked, a leak leaked of their, um, their oh, like, the skin marketplace. Pricing. Yes, and it was twenty dollars. They said like, that was just placeholder, but I know, but dude, you know they had to think about it. <laughs> Like you don't yeah. make up a whole thing if you haven't thought about that price. Like that—that's to me is EA's business model creeping in the Bioware game. Man, design. that's so shitty. Like twenty dollars for a skin? I complain about the skins of Destiny. Yeah, this is gonna be the final day on Bioware's coffin. I think they tried to hedge their bets a little bit by announcing uh, Dragon Age early, so that mm. hopefully fans wouldn't would not let EA shut Bioware down if this game yeah. flopped. But they love to do that. Yeah. 
is still going to shut this fucking studio down if this game doesn't do gangbusters. And I, I hate to, I would love to be wrong, but I don't think it will. I, I, I sort of appreciate the risk that Bioware is taking by trying to get into the loot based shooter yeah. business, but at the same time, they, they pretty much neglected something that they knew had worked in the past, which was Mass Effect, which is like a very much story based RPG yeah. franchise. That was their whole thing. Yeah, they completely neglected that in favor of trying to get into the the business of and beat out Destiny. What Destiny is and what maybe other it's games easier to in. develop a loot box game like this than make a uh, Mass Effect, and maybe that's why they're trying to do this. Sure, I I don't know though. I feel like I feel like professional game developers should should see the should see the benefit of doing what they know and, and getting better at it versus what's easier to make, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The other end of that uh, argument is uh, Bethesda. Yeah. Some would say they've been making <laughs> the same game with different skins on for, like, the last 15 years. Well, they hadn't been updating the engine. Like, I mean... <laughs> oh, exactly, because it's too cheap. It's, yeah. I mean, it's too expensive to update it when they could just make a new game yeah. and try and slap more graphics onto it. I may be the only person who hasn't been so romantically attached to the Elder Scrolls series. So I like agree with you there. I, I agree that they've been doing the same no, no I'm same, with you. same shit I, different day. When Skyrim came out, I was I liked it and I played the shit out of it, but as soon as I was done with it, I was like, okay. I know, had no I, interest I've got more in of an mods. attachment to I had, Fallout. Yeah. I only played two two of the Elder Scrolls and I I, I enjoyed them. I played um what's the one you just talked about? I can't remember the name of it. Fallout? Uh, Skyrim. No, Skyrim I played Skyrim a lot. Like I mean, I did a lot of mods. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I have probably had tons of hours in it. Um, but it, but it was a better game. It was a better sandbox than it was a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it is. It, it felt like like you know, just I am that character, and I'm going like RPGing mm-hmm. through a world. It wasn't like a storyline per se. I would just go yeah. explore. But back to Mitch's point of like sticking what you're good at. I mean. I don't know. I don't know how many people of that original team who who brought those Bioware like games to life and made them mm-hmm. so popular are even still there. Yeah, they probably true. departed by now. Mm-hmm. And it's just a name at this point on that studio. I don't know. Yeah, but I would assume because it's if, just... if the original creative team for Mass Effect Two were still there, there's no way they'd let Andromeda ha- like yeah. happen that plus, bad. Plus the way that these these um, uh, studios have developed. Like I mean, there's people at the top making decisions, and they probably mm-hmm. aren't the people that create the games. So right. it's probably just some CEO they brought in who was like a CEO of Mattel before or some shit. And yeah. now he's has the no CEO idea. of, yeah. And so he's <clears> just, <throat> you know, what's the easiest thing for us to make? Boom, let's make it. Let's get some money, you know? I will say, though, the little bit I've played, I don't know how the story's going to shake out in Anthem. I'm, maybe they've got Bioware to develop this because they want to introduce like a, an elaborate, complex, fully fleshed out world into a loot base shooter. Mm-hmm. Because from the demo I played, there were hints at some very interesting things. Really, but, uh, that would yeah, be awesome. I, I, that would be. Great. I don't know. I don't know how well it's going to flesh out, and even if going out into that world and doing like a boring shooter is going to be worth it. If they did a storyline better than Destiny, that would be amazing. Because Destiny storyline is like. Eh. My biggest problem with the game design, from from the limited scope I've seen, again, the game isn't out yet as of right now, is. The flying mechanic, the heat gauge on it, is the stupidest fucking thing in the world to me. I don't know why you would limit the the thing. Okay, to and there, there I know what the other end of the argument is. Well, you know, you can un- unlock upgrades to where your cooldown timer is a lot longer and stuff like that. Well, I shouldn't have to work to have fun in the game. Yeah. Aren't there different types of suits that probably have different 
Cool there are different types stuff. of suits, but still, like I listened to one uh one one gaming outlet guy played like a different uh suit type. Yeah. This is one that you're supposed that does a lot of AoE attacks. I think it's called Storm, the Storm uh-huh. suit or uh-huh. Javelin, whatever they use. And uh, he said, yeah, people were telling me I wasn't hovering enough. I'm supposed to be raining down hellfire from above. And he said, well, you know, I felt like I was getting punished for that because I would hover in the air for like five seconds and then I would just fall from the sky. Oh. Hmm. Which is pretty ridiculous for... Go ahead, sorry. The the whole pitch of that game is you're basically Iron Man, but I mean, why (laughs) handicap him like that? (laughs) It's like like the Spider-Man, they say it makes you really feel like Spider-Man. The anthem... Makes you feel like like Iron Man. (laughs) You're kind of sort of like Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. Great comparison. What if they only gave you like three web swings in the Spider-Man game? How much fun do you think that would fucking be? Before you had to run on the ground to recharge your web swing, <laughs> that would suck, right? Uh, yeah. So why take out the most fun part of that game? Is the locomotion? Why do that? Um, well, are they man. are they deciding to do PvP? I think it's gonna be like some PvP PVE. Oh no, yeah. actually, I think this game might be all PVE. Oh, well, if there's PvP, I can see a reason for it because it'd be kind of. I mean, I guess if but, everyone can fly all the time, then it would be all right. Yeah, but, but still, you can't, while you're boosting, like when you're at your max speed, you can't fire weapons. Oh. So, I mean, it's not like it turns into a jet fighter or anything. It's just, it's mobility. That's it. The the most oh. you can do is hover and fire. Well, that would be And cool you, can, you, you can move around a little bit while you're hovering, but that's it, you know? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe another class has like a bombing run ability, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't see why <laughs> they would do it then. I think for that game to be announced within within a gimmick of flying in big environments, it's like it's such a ridiculous thing to just now so close to release be like, oh yep. You know what my biggest fear is is that they're that like, much. yeah, but cool. Yeah, you'll we'll have a cooling mechanic too, where you fly through waterfalls and shit to cool it down. But that's oh fucking God. annoying. That would be having so to, stupid. <laughs> having to divert your flight path just to go find like a nearby waterfall, just so you don't have to run on the ground for ten seconds. Like, <laughs> Somebody it doesn't make sense to me. Get a water cannon and shoot you. Yeah, <laughs> I got the got the squirt gun ability. Either go super crazy sci-fi and don't put overheating in it, or don't mm-hmm. make it like hyper realistic sci-fi, hard sci-fi. Yeah, I heard another good point. It was like, well, maybe if like you would go to different planets and there was like a an an overheated planet where I don't know. It just I can't fathom in what way other than like uh, software limitation that they would handicap you like that. Yeah. Hmm. Like maybe, maybe so. the maybe the world can't load in fast enough for them to keep you on a constant fast track like that. That could I don't know. be. That could be. But then they wouldn't put put in cooldown mechanics like that. Well, yeah, I guess like I said, you got to kind of di- slow yourself down and divert a little bit. I don't know. Hmm. It just, it just doesn't make sense. Are there other planets on it? I thought it was just like one planet. Don't know. I think no. it's just gonna be one planet. But like like I said, I just don't understand it. That's another thing that's cool about Destiny is this the different planets. If the division had more environments, it would be cool. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what audience this game is trying to reach. It's it's not going for the Bioware audience. I don't think it's strong enough to stand on its own against games like Division and Destiny. Which I think Omega's point is super valid. In like uh, in Destiny, they scaled down the open world in favor of different environments, which I think is worth it. It pays off so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I mean, it's interesting in Destiny when you go to a different planet. Like when you first go to a different planet, it's like, oh wow, that's so cool. Um, so. Yeah, like even down to like the the music i i pretty much mention every time we play how <laughs> talk about the music, the music every time <laughs> every every environment has such good music and the the look is so good and all the color palettes and fuck i love that game i'm <laughs> so nerdy yeah. about that game yeah <laughs> anyway anthem looks dumb i'm not gonna buy it if this game is good it's gonna be like in six months worth of patches 
you know, and balancing and tweaks and stuff like that. Yeah, mostly and games I'm like not, that, I'm like... not going to even consider buying this game until I hear Bioware has patched out the overheat mechanic. Yeah, I mean, or I at that's... least like quadrupled the the overheat timer. That's yeah. like a whole other topic of you know the whole early access releasing an unfinished game and just to gauge a reaction so you can fix God, it. Yeah. <laughs> All because publishers have timelines. Timelines. Yeah. You know what you know what I mean. No, 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 I know. I'm joking. Yeah, but. As far as back to the original point of, of games being developed to try and beat out other games, I don't think this one's trying to do that. I, I think it's, like I said, trying to find its own place. Mm-hmm. I think it's got an identity crisis for sure, because I don't think yeah. they stuck with any one concept like hard enough to make it unique in any way. Yeah. Plus, I find that whole development um, idea of, of, of game killers is, is just archaic at this point. That uh, I want to say the term originated around Halo. Yeah. When Halo defined the first-person genre, and then like every major first-person game coming out on a Sony platform was being hailed as the next Halo killer. <laughs> really? And, yeah, none did. And it was never it was never by Sony, but it was usually by people around the games industry. Mm. Uh, what, what was that game they used to have? Time Splitters, maybe. No, it was um, it was the one with the guys with the red eyes, and they wore like gas masks and stuff. Killzone. Killzone. Oh, yeah. Killzone. Yeah, 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 those games are great. Everybody's like, Kill- Killzone's the uh, the next Halo killer, and it's, I don't know. You said that it just feels like a, a relic now. I think it's just a way of of comparing a game to another game. <laughs> That's basically all it is now. Saying something is a something killer means, oh, our game is similar to that game. So if you like that game, maybe you should try ours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's almost what it seems like. Uh, before oh, we move on, I, w- I want to touch back on the point. I want to put Jeed's point down and flip it and reverse it in saying that uh, Bethesda's sticking. Yeah, woo. <laughs> um, Bethesda's <laughs> sticking with the Elder Scrolls and Fallout. Like it has worked for them. Yeah, because like they stick with what they know. They don't change anything. Again, I, I have no attachment to either of those series, but I think yeah, but I feel like they reached the end of that fucking rope. Yeah, they reached well, they... the end of that fucking rope, but then you see they released Rage. Rage was hugely popular. Rage two, I hope, is good, but. That wasn't developed for... in house, though, was it? That was id software. I think so. Yeah, it was think... Bethesda and ID. It was in the ID engine. I don't think much outside of that. I think it was a pretty small team that collaborated with Bethesda. Hmm. Yeah, but I, um, I want to say that one's like Bethesda published, yeah. not developed. Maybe. We can look yeah. that up later. But I get, I get what you're saying. Like they'll take a chance. Uh, was it Bethesda? Who put out Doom, the Doom remake? Did that come from Bethesda also? That was Bethesda, I think. Well, yeah, yeah because but... because uh. Rage also was developed by the people who did Doom and Quake. Yeah, so well, that's it. Yeah. That's not Bethesda proper. That Bethesda's just like a publishing partner. I mean, I'm yeah. not going to say they didn't help develop some aspects of it, but that's not like the core team. Sure. The core team's responsible for like Fallout and uh, Skyrim and whatever their space game that they're throwing into their uh, release alternation is now. But um, yeah, I, I, they've, they've hit the end of that road. Fallout 4 people were already complaining about being tired of that engine and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And with Fallout 76 being such a fucking dumpster fire, yeah. like there's no way, no way in hell the next game releases on that same engine. If it does, Todd Howard, Todd Howard needs to be strung up by his fucking heels. <laughs> his poor heels. Get Todd Howard. Run to <laughs> yeah. the streets. Everybody take heels. to the streets. Where, where take a baseball bat with Todd Howard. <laughs> there's a call to action against Todd Howard. <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. The Here's Something Podcast dinguses are <laughs> Todd Howard, we're coming for are you. Are calling for the execution of Todd Howard, developer of Skyrim. Todd Howard just set up in his chair a little bit at his house and doesn't know why. Just let out a tiny oh. fart. Tiny oh. nervous fart. Tiny nervous fart. <laughs> we heard it from here. 
<laughs> it's crazy. It echoed across the valleys. Technology, man. What I want to hear about is now is how happy Brendan Fraser is and what's going on with his life. Ah, uh, boys, I'm so happy for him. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> so what happened? Who's taking hold on this one? You are, I think. You. Okay, it's cool. your story, man. I so in blue. in the the greatest and most important news of the day and the week and the month, the headline is is Brendan Fraser. He's back. He's smiling. <laughs> he's back. The, guys, the paparazzi got some pictures of him, and he's fucking. He's owning that camera. He knows nice. who he is. He knows. He, he knows what time. He purchased it is. the camera. He purchased the camera. <laughs> yeah. He, I was gonna make that joke too. He paid the paparazzi to to photo shoot him, and it's great. He looks happy. I I, I think. I know. Oh, he paid for we... that photo shoot? No. Oh, you just okay. No, I was just fucking around. I'm, I'm glad I was oh so believable. I was like, he does. Well, I was gonna say he doesn't strike me as that sort of vain kind of individual. <laughs> um, well, I know we talked about this earlier uh, off the recording, but Brendan Fraser had like a sort of, sort of weird film career. He yeah. he was in the Mummy and like a bunch of sort of monkey you know, bones. He Hollywood. Was, he was he was like the Rock before the Rock. He was that that lap that um that lovable big <laughs> oaf that yes you know like the wisecracking action star. You know Brendan what I mean? The Rock so. Fraser. And yeah. I think it was it was some sort of injury that that made it so that he couldn't do what he was known for, which was action movies. He couldn't. I had no idea that happened. He yeah, he had injured his, I think his back or something real bad, so he couldn't work out as much. So he started gaining weight and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he was losing his action roles. Um, and after that. I don't know how long ago, but he 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 was involved in a divorce. I would hope mm-hmm. with his wife, now former wife, um, and his alimony payments were something like fucking. Well, Jeed, what something did you say? Ridiculous. I, I, Six hundred thousand. Yeah, something a month, I, that's and that's probably insane. gross exaggeration, but I remember it being like an obscene amount that he right. he uh he had to appear in front of a judge and say like he just couldn't afford and was trying to to repeal it and get it reduced and yeah. um, and it w- they, they didn't i mean cuz he, if he doesn't have an income i'm unsure to the success but I, he didn't have an income but i'm sure he had assets and stuff you know yeah yeah so anyway. I mean, like his, his value and his worth cuz it's it's hard to judge an, an actor's yearly income isn't it yeah that's true back to the happy news though his alimony <laughs> payments ended yesterday the 31st He's so happy, and I'm so happy for him. I, I yes. You clap too, you motherfucker. I am Get so happy. I, I, yeah, I was, I was <laughs> clapping. Go. Somebody, somebody at Brendan Fraser and let him know we're in support. Brendan like, Fraser, support if you want to come on the show and just listen to us yeah. talk about how happy we are for you, come on in. I'm gonna tweet at him later. Remind me to invite him on the show to be our guest. Next <laughs> at week. Brendan Fraser, I love you. I'm happy for you. God damn it, Brendan Fraser! I want to kiss you on the mouth. I want to kiss you right on your big smiling mouth. I'll be your. Uh, let me divorce my wife. I'll be your next wife, Brendan Fraser, and I will sign a prenup. I'll yes. sign five. I'll sign. I need a hero, and it's Brendan Fraser. He's I need my hero. A hero. <laughs> like I don't know what it is about Brendan Fraser. He's just like an extremely likable guy. Like yeah. I, his Scrubs role was fantastic. Oh, I think true. I love him for his Scrubs role more than anything else. But... Well, and it's so sad because like his his sadness and how low he was was like a it was a meme. It's mm-hmm. like it was reaction images. Well, really? I remember, like, uh, last year sometime, like, on Imager, there was a very big, like, bring Brendan Fraser back movement, and I don't know where that came from, but I Bedazzle was Bedazzle 2, let's do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've watched the shit out of Bedazzle 2. <laughs> the Mummy reboot. Fuck Tom Cruise. Get him out of here. Bring Brendan Monkey Fraser bone. back. Monkey Bone 2. Monkey Skin. Yeah. Just reboot every <laughs> Brendan <laughs> Fraser movie. Monkey Flesh. 
<laughs> Monkey skin. Good. Look, let's let's uh, pull Chris Kattan out of out of a uh, deep freeze and get him on there too. Deep freeze. Uh, they should make another national treasure with Brendan Fraser. Yes, hell, Nicholas Cage and Brendan Fraser co-starring in a movie would make me nut. I swear no. to God. <laughs> well, all right. Um, no, fuck that. Here's my here's my new pitch for the National Treasure reboot. It's just Brendan Fraser sitting in a, in a leather chair next to a fireplace, staring at the camera for uh, an hour and forty five minutes, and you come to realize that he is the true National he Treasure. National yes, treasure. he's just reading a book and he's a book of National Treasure history. He's going, huh? It's an it's it's, an, it's a mildly amusing book because every once in a while he just kind of does a mild chuckle and a smirk crosses he his face. Yeah, oh, he's and constantly like, smiling, a sly nod. Yeah. Yeah, he, you can't wipe that smile off that motherfucker's face now. You see I, him? I wouldn't want to. <laughs> I love I'd you, Brendan Fraser. i paint another one on the back of his head. Somebody, <laughs> goddamn it, Brendan Fraser, come on the podcast. Come on the podcast, please. Come on the podcast. We should also come invite on me Tom, on the podcast. Tom Howard. Come on the podcast, Tom Howard. <laughs> come in and around our podcast. <laughs> come all over our podcast. Cream, please cream pie our podcast. <laughs> Brendan Fraser, I want you to nut see, inside our podcast. You know how like celebrities will randomly respond to weird shit on Twitter and stuff like that. I thought yes. that like maybe up until the 40, 42 minute mark, we might have had a shot of maybe getting him. <laughs> we, started, <laughs> we started with the cum jokes, and now I'm not so sure. Do we just can't help our podcast. We just can't help it. We're so, we're so in love with Brendan Fraser. Uh, Brendan yeah. Fraser, just come on our podcast and smile into the microphone. People will hear it. Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll, they'll hear the energy or, or radiating off part of, of you. Such a like a Brendan Fraser positive and inclusive group. We're going to change the name of our podcast to Here's Brendan Here's Fraser. Fraser. I, we are going to start a podcast. It's still just going to be us three, but it's a Brendan Fraser fan cast. Yeah. I'm serious. Brendan and the Frasers, the yes. podcast. <laughs> we watch his movies and talk about them. We watch his... Mystery Science Fraser. We won't even love to talk about his upcoming projects. We'll just talk about his old his old movies that we've watched. Tell us your old projects. Yep. Was mm-hmm, he in? Mm-hmm. Um, what else was he in? He, the Let's Mummy. Fucking Google it. He was in. God, he was in a lot of stuff. He was in a Looney Tunes movie that was pretty good. I enjoyed yeah. it. George of the Jungle, classic. Journey to the God, Center of the yes. Earth. Yes. I don't forget about George. I've watched George of the Jungle like a thousand times when I was younger. Encino Man. He is in his the original. Yeah, yeah he was a, that was his breakout role, wasn't it? Okay, I thought he was when I was looking it up. And Brendan I, uh, Fraser was in Crash. Did you guys Brendan know Fraser. this? Crash. Yeah, I do he remember that. Extraordinary Measures with Harrison Ford, GI Joe. Hold on, let's let's take two steps back. <laughs> Brendan Fraser is such an amazing individual that he stepped into a Polly Shore movie during the height of Polly Shore's fame and upstaged <laughs> the fuck out of Polly Shore. Yes, he did. Being, being I don't know. <laughs> Brendan Fraser, Breakout, 2013. He never Nobody, left. He never Nobody left. remembers Pauly Shore being in it. When you say Encino Man, what's the first face that pops in your I mind? I think of Pauly Shore Fraser doing that. Always. Squeeze the mountain, man. Every time. Yeah, because you, so. you also have like brain tumors. So everybody else thinks of Brendan <laughs> fucking Fraser. He was in a baseball movie? What was the baseball movie? Yeah, it was called Brendan the Scout's Foul Ball. <laughs> the Scout. Brendan's Foul Ball. <laughs> it was called The Scout. Man, I didn't realize he was in that many movies. He was in a lot. He man. popularized the butt cut all on his own. Yeah. I mean, in the butt nut. He was in the nut job. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, that squirrel movie. Yeah. Before we move on, I want to mention that Brendan Fraser is in a, in a upcoming 29th 
teen film with uh, John Travolta, Morgan Freeman, and himself. It's Jeez. a it's a it's a crime thriller. I'm very excited about it. Wow. I just started I just being excited about it of... because <laughs> because I <laughs> I just now found out about it. I'm not gonna watch the movie, but I will watch an endless loop of a supercut of only his parts. Okay, cool. Oh, he was a Sinbad. And I just want to, before we move on, I will extend an open invitation to Brandon Fraser to come on the podcast any fucking time. He was it George of the Jungle. I forgot about he that. Could, yeah, he, he could come George. on a previous podcast, too, if you want. I'll edit him in. I don't give a shit. We'll make him, like, the fourth member. I'll Anytime you want to come laughing. on the podcast, Brandon Fraser. Oh, Airheads. Oh, my God. Yes, he was in Airheads. Oh, God, yeah, like, Airheads. My favorite right movie after of all time. Encino Man was, it was two years later. But, but yeah, Airheads is amazing. So I guess Airheads might have been his breakout role. Was Jester. that like his first movie? Hmm. He's like, All right, we'll ask him next time he's on. He's like, why do you have a gecko? It's a gecko, man. <laughs> God, I need to watch that movie now. Yeah, oh, man. God. Dudley, do you write? Let's just, we could start a podcast where we just read his, his movies. His and, IMDb and, and, <laughs> and reminisce about them. <laughs> next week, we've got a very special segment, his Wikipedia. <laughs> You ever want to know how old he was when he got this first knee scrape? We'll tell you. We'll tell you. I'm so happy uh, you're happy, Brendan. Godspeed. Godspeed. I love you. Speaking of amazing ha- happy things, Omega, I hear Ubisoft's up to, up to some great things in their marketing division. Yeah, here's something. Um, Ubisoft sent out an email about Tom Clancy's The Division 2. And, said, and I'm sure it garnered no sort of <laughs> response from the internet, right? And the subject line said, come see what a real government shutdown looks like in the private beta. <laughs> okay. Remember last week when I was trying to give them benefit of the doubt? Yeah. Yeah, remember that? We got you, motherfucker. <laughs> I think I was super fucking wrong. Well, they did send, they sent another email like, what, four and a half hours later said, we apologize for the earlier email. <laughs> Which and this goes back to what I was talking about last time. They didn't have to do that. They could have just come try out a private beta. This is it. This is a game. Come play it. They didn't you know have to do is. that. Like, do you think like someone like is no one reading these and there's just like their their like PR think, like Omega? That's the cool fucking thing. So many people are reading these and like wait, are saying well, yes. Well, They're saying hell yes. Let's send this out to 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 thousands of people. Well, I used to work with a consulting company, right? And we had a marketing consulting. Uh, division and mm-hmm. so well that was a pun, did they play but, the division but no they didn't but they maybe they consulted it out and like these people are like oh dude it'd be so fucking cool we put government shut down come see what it looks like come <laughs> see what a, <laughs> come see what a real a- wall looks like <laughs> Um, but, but, this this marketing projection brought to you by the edge lords unfortunately <laughs> but like it's so like so maybe like the people at ubisoft don't even know it's just some guy who's like he's their liaison between the marketing team and like it's he's just fucking like, chad and he's at his laptop he's at his apple <laughs> notebook like it, chad ubi um he's just rapid firing these edgy slogans <laughs> he has a million of them Head of head of marketing, Chad Skylar is a real dude, bro. He's got like two polos on, each one with popped collars, and three three pairs of sunglasses. One on his neck, one on his eyes, and one like raised up on his forehead, <laughs> pu- like pushing his uh real, like surfer hair back. Do you think he's got? Okay, what color do you think his pig quills are? His what witch. Is his hair his spiked fucking quills? It's, oh, it's like an it's like an auburn. It, it uh, fades yeah, yeah. from purple to green to blue. I feel like I was gonna say I like, like an icy blue, icy blue yeah. for sure. Um, the next email is gonna be like, <laughs> "Come join the real proud boys." <laughs> <laughs> 
what's the what's the character's name in the division? Is it Agents? Yeah, yeah. Come see what Asians think of brown people. It's the Division 2 beta. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, shit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, at this point, we've kicked Mitch off the podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to start our own better podcast. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm saying my apology on, on the Ellen show soon. I'm sorry. Don't worry. Yeah. He's going to send out an apology email four hours later. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, Chad. We apologize for the... <laughs> I can't host the Oscars anymore. I imagine Chad just sits, like, leans back in his desk chair and just has his feet on the desk constantly, and anytime anybody asks him, his only response is finger guns. Chad? <laughs> and, and that's uh, Chad, how this marketing ploy Chad for sure guns. has his own intern that charges his vape for him. Chad is that oh, kind of guy. Charges his vape. He has a bicycle he pedals. Which he has, no, Chad's he has his own vape intern. Is like, Chad, intern. Chad only secondhand vapes. Like, his intern has to blow his vape into his mouth. Chad has the vape version of, of chewing tobacco. I don't know how he has it. It hasn't come out yet. The intern vapes into Chad's mouth, and Chad spits back into the intern's mouth. <laughs> Yeah, those things give you cancer. <laughs> oh my god! I want to build up the Chad mythos before we go on. Oh, definitely. I'm totally with you. Chad lives with his uncle Ida, and she's lovely. But God, does she hate Chad? Chad had his Chad had his Tesla retrofitted with a diesel engine. <laughs> Chad remembers Pauly Shore from Encino Man. Yeah. <laughs> Chad only eats meat that has eaten veggie burgers. <laughs> Chad only eats fresh table to farm. He only eats food that's been taken off of a hungry person's table, table. and grown into <laughs> a farm. farm. I love Chad. I take it back. I'm on. I'm on board with Chad. Yeah. Chad, come on our podcast anytime. <laughs> Chad, Chad, come hang out. The Chad and Brendan cast. We're gonna rename the podcast here. Chad. Here's, here's Chad and Brendan. Here's Chad. He's at it again. Another email. You guys duke it out. Uh, one thing that's interesting is the original email came from the Tom Clancy's Division Two email address, apparently, and the second email came from the Ubisoft email address so it may have been this was like handled by a marketing team outside of ubi proper well it may have been even like ubisoft maybe never have seen this maybe it was just an internal uh tom clancy division two team Mm. that ever saw it and they sent it out and ubisoft was like real sassy member ubisoft was like oh shit guys (laughs) call me shit Shit, somebody call him call him somebody call him Judge's finger guns. Could you have to remember the, the Division Two is made by a company in like Sweden, I think, or something, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, they have so many studios. Yeah. Chad has a flip phone with a Pokemon charm on it. <laughs> it's a razor. <laughs> Chad's flip phone is two iPhones with a hinge in the middle, and they just Chad... slap. <laughs> they slap together. Chad has a Motorola Juke that he has all his music on, and a fucking Zune. <laughs> it's both <laughs> different moods. Oh shit, Chad. <laughs> Chad doesn't even know any of this is happening because he's got his AirPods in. He's got yeah, his he's AirPods. Too fucking chill. <laughs> he can't hear any of it. Chad scoops up his fucking hummus on his AirPods and feeds himself with that. I like hummus, so hummus is great, Watch but I don't it, eat man. it off AirPods. Oh, that's the only way I eat it. I'm I'm not fucking cool enough like Chad. God, Chad, you're so fucking cool. 
Chad, Chad has like an like an Oreo resealable pack full of AirPods. Like when he's done listening <laughs> to a song, he throws them away and pairs a new set. He crushes them. He throws them into an incinerator at Ubisoft headquarters. And if he catches his intern stealing another pair, he's gonna fucking kill his family. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Someone give Brendan Fraser. I don't. I don't like Chad as much anymore. I'm scared of Chad. He's, got, he's going evil. Chad's gone dark. <laughs> Chad's gonna replace finger guns with real guns. He catches that intern stealing more AirPods. Every time Chad sits down at like. his computer, every time Chad sits down at his computer, he says it's Chad time and cracks his knuckles. <laughs> Who doesn't? And do then turns on his computer, but doesn't do anything else with it. <laughs> he just sends emails. He just <laughs> no, he doesn't even do that. He just watches his monitor's on, but he never types. Uh. Chad has been Chad has been telling people he's gonna be a U.S. Marine for twenty five years. <laughs> <laughs> Chad's also in his early 50s, still acting and talking like a 25-year-old. <laughs> See my strength at chad.com. <laughs> <laughs> Go chad.com. And Chad's illegitimate children are constantly trying to get in touch with him, but his intern is constantly deflecting them. <laughs> oh, no, he's not He's not in today. I'm sorry. He definitely has I a See him. He's right there. That's, that's not him. Chad made his intern change his legal name to Chad. <laughs> And be his doppelganger for whenever Chad just feels like chilling at home. He's just he go in today, Chad. I thought you yeah. were Chad. Now you're Chad. We're all Chad now. We're all Chad. Want to see what a real Chad looks like? <laughs> Play the Division Two beta. <laughs> <laughs> my my fucking hope is that this podcast gets super popular this week for no goddamn reason, and Ubisoft has to patch in a character called Chad, called and he Chad. just sits at a desk. <laughs> <laughs> gives you missions through somebody else. Oh god. Fucking oh, Chad. Alright, I guess we have to move on now. Yeah. Chad downloads illegal segment. movies and calls himself a hacker. Alright, I'm done. That's the last one. Chad can download a house. I'm past their firewall. <laughs> would you download a car? Chad did download a car. Chad would. <laughs> Chad would and has. Don't be a Chad. Chad downloaded a Vespa. <laughs> Chad for sure downloaded a Vespa. Oh my god. <laughs> for sure though. For sure. His phone ringtone is him playing a melodica. His, his, phone, his phone alert noises are all him. He has all himself. <laughs> Oh my god. Fucking Chad. Chad, ha- Chad has kissed me through the phone by Soldier Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Chad. Chad has 14 Soldier Washes. Yeah. Chad holds 36 shares in the Soldier Soft Soldier oh. Hardware. <laughs> Quick update SoldierWash.com still down. <laughs> this has been your Soldier Minute. Oh boy! Chad takes pictures of the food before and after he eats it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just his food. Instagram, it. yeah. It's just... <laughs> somehow it comes out looking exactly the same, like a fully plated uh, meal just in a toilet. Who's <laughs> on a plate? And then his interns have to dump it in a toilet. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man, Chad's... Chad! Chad! Chad gives porn bots viruses. <laughs> Chad only donates food to first world countries. <laughs> Chad, Chad funded an all-kill shelter. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
tries. <laughs> Chad tried to Venmo Africa five dollars the other day. <laughs> Just the entire continent. Oh my god. Yes. Right. Bye, I'm Chad. Ready, I'm ready for my favorite segment. Bye, Chad. Bye, Chad. We'll Hello, see you Brendan. Later. Hello, Brendan. Bye, Chad. Is it my time to shine? It's time for Review Crew, where each week we deploy drones deep within the bowels of Amazon, find the greatest reviews for Brendan Fraser's listening pleasure. Yeah. So, uh, this, is a, this has all been for you, Brendan. Surprise. You, Brendan. We do this for you, Brendan. We love Enjoy. you. Enjoy. Happy early or late birthday, Brendan. Chad, this you turn off you. the podcast now because you don't get to hear these. How fucking sweet would it be if, like, nobody Google it, but if uh, when this podcast podcast came out it was brendan fraser's birthday happy birthday brendan fraser no yeah. matter what happy day it is birthday happy. no matter what day it is play this on your birthday yeah happy, happy birthday. life day it's your you're birthday. alive and you're happy um yeah <laughs> yeah so, so sweet segue my first item is the hasbro a481207 niner ouija board brown slash a so it's a brown and or a. I don't know why it's brown slash a. Comes in a cool box though. It looks really. Why is that? Yeah, it is cool. Once you realize the left hinge is missing two screws. Yeah. What the fuck? Well, the spirit stuck it. Um. <laughs> so, so this is Amazon's choice if you search for Ouija board. By the way, it's a oh, toy God. of the year, 2019 finalist. Um. <laughs> How is that? Is twenty nineteen going to be like a ghost heavy year or something? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, they're on it. <laughs> it's this year's the year, you know. <laughs> Brendan Fraser's happy. Soldier Boy's getting sued. It's, it's time. Ghosts are <laughs> all just, over. It's in it now. It goes everywhere. So, so I, I discovered this is like just a treasure trove of reviews. Like it is ridiculous. So if y'all find some, let me know. But my, Wait, you mean to tell me people who believe in the spiritual world have crazy and fun, often funny opinions to the same? What it is, I think, is the original uh, reviews are people that are making light of this, but the comments are the things that sell it. <laughs> so. All right, I'm gonna just okay. Why is there blood drip? dribbled across like the board on like two of these custom okay well that, yeah that's, that's a guy, what makes it spooky that's what makes it so scary geez man it's, yeah, it's you real need, you need the blood to move the, the whatever i'm not call. gonna order a ouija board if it's on this fucking period <laughs> this geez man listen to me this hasbro owned that's exactly why i returned monopoly <laughs> this hasbro owned property is Sorry, real Mitch, I mean real blood it's, it's the real ghost it's the blood of demons blood. So, my first review is from Chloe. She gives it one star, not spooky. Says, no spirits contacted me. Disappointing lack of possession. And then someone commented, count your blessings. Spirits do exist, and navigating them is no joke. (laughs) Navigating them. (laughs) (laughs) I so hate it when I get lost in a spirit. If only I had some sort of navigating. A spirit map. A spirit compass. Jumanji, Jumanji 3, it's Ouija time. <laughs> it's Ouija time. <laughs> oh my god, I thought it was something super dark. I am not saying it. Oh my god. Okay. You can say it, I'll just say it. Uh, they contact the spirit of Robin Williams. <laughs> oh, I'll go to hell now. I'll see you later. I'll see you there, dude. <laughs> That's going to be the cold open. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Alright, so this next review is from a doctor. So you know it's good. Dr. Todd mm-hmm. gives it one star and said, I've had... I have not had any luck using this 
for the contact of my deceased mother. And he goes on to say, I've tried to use this for multiple times to contact my deceased mother. I've had no luck so far. <laughs> and then Red Blue comes and comments and says, Losing a loved one is difficult for all of us. However, let us have faith in Christ. Pray for your mother for <laughs> salvation. Work in your life for your own salvation. And at the end of times, after resurrection, you'll be reunited with your mother. And I pray that both of you enjoy paradise. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of things in Christ. Death is not one of them. <laughs> he, goes, he goes on to say, do not trust in this things that generally attract demon and that might harass you, possess you, or infest your house. <laughs> yeah. Because everybody knows demons love to, like, fucking interact with mass-produced toys. They're, like, watching the Amazon uh, sales, and when they see a Ouija board go out, they're, like, they rub their they rub their hands, and they go, mmm, another one. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Todd, I'm coming for you. Um, Karen T. also says, why would you? These things are evil. Stay away from it, please. <laughs> I love. I would love it if that guy would respond. Yeah, but my mom was a bitch, so <laughs> I just wanted to get. Her, I just wanted to find her money. I love the mix of people who are really fucking psyched and really fucking mad that they're contacting spirits. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Would it be? Do you think it'd be insincere if, like, I commented, like, uh, I talked to her online. She's okay. <laughs> yeah, she's I. I talked to her. I talked to her a lot. She changed her number. She's good. Yeah, new phone. <laughs> she said sorry about all the sex with the mailman. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> She said that mailman's your real dad. Yeah, do you not look like your dad? What's going on? Send me a picture of you and your dad. I'm in the middle of a fucking Nancy Drew mystery. (laughs) I want to read this one from Stephanie Bertine. There's no punctuation. There's no punctuation. Uh, One star. Don't buy it. This thing has ruined my life. It has made my home a a horrible place. My lights will turn off out of nowhere. I followed all of the rules. It has put my heart to me and my family. Hold on, I wanna, I wanna order one of these just to be like, don't order this. This thing has ruined my life. It's made me cheat on my wife and slap my kids. <laughs> <laughs> and stay out all night drinking, and it's all this damn Ouija board's fault. <laughs> What's crazy? When I was a kid, my mom wouldn't let me have Magic the Gathering cards, right? Because they were the devil. But she bought us, she bought us a Ouija board. <laughs> Is Magic owned by Hasbro? God's company? I didn't fucking think God, so. God's company. God's company. You know what they say? God's company, but three's a crowd. <laughs> Stop it. Knock it off. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> uh, so this next one's from Aiden, and it's written in all caps, so you know it's good. Gives it one star. He says, do not attempt to use one of these unless you are a paranormal specialist. <laughs> this is not a game. A Ouija board is not a game. Do not attempt to use one of these unless you are a paranormal specialist, because let me tell you, you will probably do it wrong and end up like me with a bunch of negative entities just sticking around my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Mark comes in like the fucking comedian boss and says, are you sure the negative entity sticking around your bedroom or from this board game and not really because of your dating choices? <laughs> wow. Oh, air horn, air horn. People didn't expect to get zinged on their own Amazon counters. Got him. I got one from Mike Ross, it's short and sweet. Yeah. Five stars. Fun game, get it. Great game. Conjured a few farts. <laughs> yes. so I was just like that. <laughs> that looks amazing. Conjured a few farts. So I was just like to, you know, this game has mass appeal. Not only can it conjure spirits, but also like intestinal. I'm problems. thinking about getting one because when I get, you know, blocked up and I'm just like, oh man, I got those cramps. Get on a Ouija board. I take a, yeah, uh, nothing like a Ouija board to make me take a huge <laughs> shit on my floor. Just rip them out. 
Brian Michael says five stars, legit. Already being haunted. Great buy. <laughs> being haunted by creditors. Awesome. Good, 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 good. Uh, this person says one star. My apartment is certainly haunted, and yet this does not help with communication. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and my girlfriend still don't communicate well. You could you could read any of these positive reviews in a sinister tone, and it would be amazing. Like Amazon customer four stars. My son loves it. <laughs> uh, let me try. Let me try. This one's from user Casey. Five star spooky fun. Write it out during Halloween to get our guests the spooks, and everyone loved us with the Z. <laughs> loved it. <laughs> I gotta remember to like edit in some like spooky Halloween noises behind me while I'm saying that. This one's funny. Uh, it says five stars makes jerks disappear. Got this as a gag gift from a jerk family member. They didn't want to take it home. I hid it inside their house, and now they hate me and block me. So I guess this product works. Great. Nice. <laughs> um, let's talk about the blood one. <laughs> so, let's, let's, let's talk about the blood one. The blood one. No, he has pictures of a Ouija board with blood and another Ouija board with, where it's on fire. <laughs> it says, this is from Thief of Dreams. says, don't forget the salt. Five-star review. So it seemed like a normal Tuesday evening. I had tacos, topped up the fuel in my truck, and headed home where my package sat waiting for me. Fuck yeah, this dude knows how to live. <laughs> I figured since it's from Hasbro, it should be fine for the kids to play with, so I handed it off to them. After the unboxing, and proceeded to take pleasure in popping the bags of air that came with it. <laughs> That's why he really ordered it. Um mm-hmm. It wasn't ten minutes later, I hear screaming and a dog was barking. I rush into my kid's room and see the shadow crash through the window. My dog <laughs> has blood on his fur and the board is on fire. <laughs> I, I, I pulled the curtains closed because we all know sunflower colored drapes keep demons at bay. And then turned to my kids and said, what did you do? They said they just wanted to talk to Santa and let him know what they wanted. But my kid isn't the best at spelling. Or doing chores for that matter. I guess maybe they. Burn. I guess maybe they summon Satan, or maybe wrote, just a demon. <laughs> he wrote Santana. <laughs> he summoned Carlos Santana. Summoned Santa. <laughs> no, he summoned. He summoned Mr. Satan from the Dragon Ball Z franchise. <laughs> Come here, kids. <laughs> I don't. I'm the true champion. He goes on to say that you should make a circle of protection around your Ouija board. <laughs> Tight. Thank you Just for the case. advice. Yes. Tight. <laughs> Hella good advice, dude. Finger guns. I like that the the most often purchased together is a Wicca book of spells. So people are into this. People think this is actually like. My my recommendations is now a Wicca book of spells. So we're gonna, we're gonna summon Nana tonight. Kids, are you ready? And a talking Mr. Predicto fortune-telling ball. <laughs> then I want to do the get in my QQ on, see, fire up a fat round of Ouija, <laughs> and just talk to all my dead relatives. Sick, okay. sick Ouija tournament. Sarah Crow, Sarah Crow gives it five stars, says, bought this for my daughter and she loves it. Has used it to summon so many demons. Well worth the money. <laughs> too many demons, but I'm not going to stop her. We all got, got ice cream the other day. It was cool. <laughs> Oh my god. There's this other review. I'm not gonna read the whole thing because it's really long. But she goes on to say, uh, the second time I played it, I asked how to how did you die? And it responded with red rum, which I do not know what it means. <laughs> and then every, there's four comments of like red rum means murder spelled backwards. <laughs> Whoever you were talking to was murdered. <laughs> red rum is a no, term no. for murder. 
Uh, who doesn't know what that means? Oh, I don't know. It's obviously trolling. Yeah. Oh, that's the farts one. Or they the said red one. rum, and so I knew it was Captain Morgan himself. <laughs> and this new line of different colored rums. <laughs> Alright, Stephanie Hughes is funny. She gives it five stars. says, kids believe we are haunted. I get it. It's just a game. Oh, but it is more than that for for us. My kids think we are haunted and offer Zazzle and Fuji food from our kitchen. I eat it, and they <laughs> think the ghosts are eating it. The lights flicker on and off, and the power blinks because of the breakers in the garage. I own it playing this game. <laughs> I scratch their bedroom door and tell them to listen to their elders, and the kids believe the ghosts. <laughs> I fucking dominate my house now. <laughs> the greatest parenting tips. <laughs> On the downside, I've blown three breakers and I've gained 20 pounds. <laughs> oh my God. But you know, worth it to make the kids cut the grass on time. Go cut that grass. <laughs> Fuck, I thought I was parenting at the next level, but this is... <laughs> Stephanie's got to figure it out. You need to get yourself a Ouija board. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> you go, I own it playing this game. <laughs> all right um all right what else you got for us Jim? all right so the other one i have is some i have two reviews for the diffuser for hair dryer seg beauty professional hair diffuser attachment for curly wavy natural thick hair to build value diffuser for blow dryers with 1.69 to 1.77 inches nozzle <laughs> nice let's get it where they just type in everything they can these fucking... curly natural thick hair mm. pubes right yeah my butthole hair Nice. Um, so, Dwillin, I can see why this showed up in your in your recommended. <laughs> Dwillin wrote the review, gives it three stars, says, Huge! This thing is extremely large, very impractical to use due to its size. It looks nice enough and sturdy enough, but unwieldy to the extreme. So, so he reviewed my penis? Yes. No, he reviewed the hair, <laughs> the hair dryer from Spaceballs. That's oh, what I keep thinking okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I also like that the actual company responded to him. <laughs> they were like, thanks, dude. Yeah. Yeah, we know, we know how big it is. What up, dog? <laughs> what up, dog? <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you, dude. <laughs> is the other one from Jennifer Barley? Yes, Jennifer Barley is definitely. You can read <laughs> it. It's a really good one. You can do it. Four stars. Teenagers mean diffuser is great. I like the product. It fits my hairdryer perfectly. I'm only giving it four stars because I have three teenage stepdaughters, and I am always being yelled at, and I feel someone else should feel my pain. <laughs> at this point, I can do nothing really right, including eating, dressing, or talking. The diffuser works great for hair. <laughs> feel my pain, Seg Beauty. <laughs> Verified purchase said people found this helpful. Sharing my pain. Stacy is my pain. Stacy is wildly shitheaded, and she's always screaming at me. Diffuser's cool, though. <laughs> Seg Beauty, you'd get five stars if my three teenage daughters weren't such shitheads. Yeah. <laughs> when they move out, I'll update it and give you five stars. Update, I'm pregnant, three stars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my baby daughter keeps yelling at me. Keeps giving me morning sickness, and I keep throwing up curly hair, two stars. <laughs> at this point, I can do nothing really right, including eating, dressing, or talking. You eat like shit, old lady. <laughs> what are you even doing? <laughs>